0: All right, happy
1: Friday everybody. Welcome back to another episode of FinTech Friday. I am super excited this week. Uh, our guest is sits in a role that we've not yet had on our little podcast. And so I'm really excited to get some uh, real feedback from a chief technology officer at an independent mortgage banker. Welcome Baiju Thakar to our podcast. Welcome Baiju.
0: Hey, thank you, Brian. Excited to be here.
1: Yeah, super excited to have you on. Uh, Before I hit record, we were chatting a little bit about uh, where you spent uh, the first part of your week. So maybe we'll start because this will be very timely for this podcast. So you you just came back from, uh, I still call it the Ellie May experience, but the ICE uh, experience event in Las Vegas, and uh, we were talking a little bit offline on that. Maybe quickly just... uh, well attended. What was the sentiment? You know, was there good electricity there? And then we'll kind of go a little deeper. Yeah, absolutely.
0: No, I think uh, yeah, I think ice I, experiences was the uh, was a buzz. You know, a lot of people were excited after a couple of years of, of not being there or being online only. So in yeah. person was a uh, was a lot of energy around. Right? It, it was well attended. Um, I, I saw a lot of people. There was on, on some uh, some breakout session. It was like people were sitting on the floor because all the seats. Were <laughs> Uh, there was a lot of waiting lists for, for some of the sessions. And, the, you know, like, it, it was really good to see a lot of industry folks, a lot of folks that you've done business with in the last two three years where, you know, it was a lot of Zoom calls or Teams calls and, and putting faces to, you know, pictures on the Zoom. It's, it, yeah. was, it was good to see. Yeah, it was it was a great experience for sure.
1: I, 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 I didn't make it this year. We've just been on the run here um the first part of the year, so this was one of those conferences that we had to kind of uh, avoid, not avoid, but couldn't schedule, we didn't have enough time. But uh, I always enjoyed the conference because most mortgage conferences kind of are focused in on the front of the house, kind of the production, you know, that's either production or cap markets. I know Mortgage Bankers Association has their technology conference, but what I always thought was, uh, really cool about the LE May uh, or ICE event was it, it's, it's like the one event of the year where you can get deep into a mortgage banker's operation shop Yeah, and you get attendees that are in underwriting, in processing, in post-closing and closing, and they basically represent the entire ecosystem from a mortgage banking uh, perspective. And I'm assuming that's still the case and, and the breakouts still cater to all those different areas.
0: Yeah, I, I think you hit on the head. You know, coming from an engineering background, you know, development-heavy application development side of stuff, um, it's good to see like the encompass admin side, encompass support side, right? So a lot of those, um, a lot of those folks that were there have different set of needs, right? Now, in my new role as CTO, it, and I, it it was a good experience for me from having to uh, in, interact with. Um, the other side of like the back office side, right not just the folks that are building the front end UIs and, and database and stuff like that, so there was a you know there was a lot of smart people there, uh, a lot of yeah. vendors doing some amazing things and uh, and you know ice folks you know put on a good good uh good uh really good experience right like' cause this is new for them because you know they were L. right and they had it in person you know you know, technically they gone through two purchases right they they, you know, they went to a private equity firm and then Oh yeah. A ten month period, they went to Ice like right after that, right? So big changes for them, but uh, a lot of new and exciting things coming on the roadmap from from slash Ice.
1: Love it. So let, that's a good uh, a good segue. So I think I mentioned this. Uh, You're chief technology officer at Synergy One Lending. Uh, maybe just quickly for the audience that that's not uh, familiar with um, Synergy One. Just describe who who is Synergy One. Uh, Real briefly, and then we'll then we'll talk a little bit about kind of what you're what you're seeing in the industry.
0: Sure, uh, synergy one lending is, is one of the leading um, um, mortgage uh, independent mortgage company in, in the country. Um, you know, we uh, we do we do a lot of volume on the retail side. You know, we're retail heavy at the moment. You know, uh, but yeah, you know, we're licensing. I think forty two to forty five states. You know, don't hope me; that changes very quickly. Yeah. We might be even further away along now. Uh, sorry, compliance. <laughs> um, and, and yeah, and, you know, you know, we are, you know, we're, we're focused on, you know, you know, as my, uh, my shirt shows, you know, we're focused on modernizing the mortgage experience. Right. Um, but what does that mean? You know, two, two things in my perspective, right? One is the con- con- customer side. You know, we are, we are investing heavy into, into enhancing the user experience throughout the mortgage lifecycle. You know, mortgages are one of your, Biggest life events that happen in your life, you know, it doesn't have to be hard, right? We have amazing technology tools these days, so you know, we're looking to kind of piggyback on a lot of those uh, existing technology that's out there, and also build some uh, innovative technologies ourselves to kind of give that amazing experiences for our customers to make their life a little easier. And then this, and then the second part is, you know, our our producers, our loan officers, branch manager, sales manager, you know we believe in providing top-of-the-line tools for them as well. You know, we are partnering with some of the industry best uh, uh, vendors out there, you know, you know, talk about various, many of them, you know, I don't want to leave, I don't want to shortchange any name names, but you know, those that know, who work with us, they know. So, so yeah. And then, so we like to provide like industry best tools for our our loan officer. So, so it makes it pleasant for them to come work with us. So, you know, it makes their life easier from whether that be automation or or journeys or or marketing or lead generation. Right? We try to hit a lot of different avenues to make our loan office and our sales leader successful.
1: So from where I sit, you know, I, I kind of watch uh, the landscape, and I can see the marketing that Synergy One puts out into LinkedIn and other other places. Uh, and by the way, it's. If, if people aren't familiar with um, what's the what's the Chase Majeris little uh, show this this week today, my, this week today, which is a great, great title. Yeah. Uh, just a three minute weekly, you know, kind of summation of the market with some usually some funny uh, little segments in there. But the marketing at Synergy One is fantastic. And in my observation from where I sit is at Synergy One, it's it's as much about the consumer as it is about the originator. And so, um I love that you guys kind of think across two dimensions in terms of who your customer is, right? You your end customer of course is the consumer, but they don't exist unless you take care of that first customer, the originator. And to your point, um being thoughtful about how you put together kind of top shelf technology solutions for originators, it makes a difference and I think Based on the growth that you guys have had in, in that originator originator space, you are clearly doing some things, you know, correctly there, which is awesome.
0: Yeah, you know, you know, we have an amazing CMO in our team, you know, Tim Wagner, right? He's a, you know, he's a housing wire tech tech trendsetter. You know, sorry, I can yeah. get it correctly, um, him and him and his team put out some amazing, amazing campaigns. Um, we have some top of the line proprietary campaigns that they they work on. That that returns good five x ten x type of ROIs on the money spent, right? So our LOA see direct impact on 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 leads that are coming in through the, some of the re-engagement campaigns that Tim and his team puts out. So so super kudos to them. You know that he you know he's one of the reasons you know alongside our you know CEO Steve Mujeres himself who uh, you know who when we had this conversation about you know I'm I'm fairly new to Synergy One. I'm I'm only here about right. four months right now, but you know, just talking to them you know before I before I made the move to come over here uh, just to see their passion on, on the two fronts that you talked about right a hundred percent customers customers right our borrowers are our main customers but we also put a big big emphasis on uh, our loan office and our producers right now we not only we want to keep our existing producers right we want to attract some of, some of the best talent in the country uh, and providing a really great solid tech stack um, yeah is the is the way to go on that
1: so i i I kind of teased this when we started and i was excited that we've got somebody that sits in your position on today's episode because if i go back i think we're getting close to our 40th episode of this uh this little podcast i've mainly had service providers to the industry that have joined me um so call it vendors if you will i guess today i sit in that seat (laughs) in, in my role at finlocker uh, but we have not yet had somebody in your role that is charged with a couple things. One is evaluating who are the right, what's the right technology to, that's coming down the pipe that you should be looking at. In, in, and then once you have uh, somebody to consider, what's the, the, you know, what does vetting look like and how do you go about, you know, making sure that this is a uh, reputable platform, It's not going to damage your brand and your reputation. And then three, there's ongoing oversight, you know, and, and, and uh, relationship management there. And, and probably number four, and arguably maybe the most important, is how do you make sure that you have, you don't have uh, either gaps in the technology and services or duplicate, Kind of services and, and that run up your costs, and so I know I covered a lot in that long-winded question, and we could dissect it. But I really was just wanted to get have you talk to the audience about the importance of evaluating a vendor, what goes into that process, and then the ongoing kind of relationship management as well.
0: Yeah, no, I think I think those are some some great questions there, Brian. Uh, let me see if I can tackle one of them. You know, you know, picking vendors on, on filling, you know. What we lack at the, at the current moment is 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 challenging, you know, because because uh, yeah, there there are many vendors that provide a lot of the services you want, right? Um, automation or appraisal or you know you, you can name all, you know, CRMs, right? Like you can name a bunch of them. The, what what I use to evaluate is you know I really like I like I like matrix. I'm, I'm a technology geek, right? I do, I do matrices and, and rubrics, right? I like to see a big picture view on what the different vendors are offering what i've noticed is no one no one vendor is going to be perfect for you if, if a vendor tells you hey we got everything for you they're probably going to be out there like ridiculously expensive and it's right. happen, right um don't want to name any names but um i'm sure you guys can figure out some of them um but i think um you know you have to come into mindset with that approach that hey not every vendor is going to do everything you want right so you, know, you start just then you just put it in stop putting it on paper okay well what does vendor a do what does vendor b do what does vendor c do start listing out all the different things that are important to you check those boxes off and then see where you're going to invest most of your money in and it doesn't have to be the one that checks all the check boxes right because relationship also matters right like one of the things i look for is okay they might check all the technology boxes this might be a little bit less on it but you know they were much, much nicer to work with. They were a lot less salesy. you know I can see a partnership yeah. forming with this team over the next two, three, five years, which is this one is gonna be a little bit more challenging on upselling and having a hard time right so well, i I might go with a different vendor even though they may not check all the boxes at the moment. I know that they're gonna be a lot more stronger partner to us so i look at I look at those things as well, right and I think it's important to you know as we get back into a day to day normal of, of seeing people again. I think you know relationships are are, are huge. Uh, who can you see being a partner with you, not just a a technology that that, that gives you you know they touted that hey we offer you best of breed you know take it or leave it. So so I like approaching it that way you know, you know like make a big matrix of, of comparisons and then kind of fill out what's more important to us and you know, I can talk about weighted averages and all that other fun stuff alongside of that. We might be some of the other questions because it was it was not too long.
1: Well, but I, I have a quick one before I go back to uh, going a little bit deeper. So, and this one just came to mind. I, I have to imagine in your seat today, and and kind of where you were in a prior life, you're you have a lot of stuff thrown at you. I'll call it the uh, the shiny object of the day. Right, buys <laughs> go check out this this vendor. What do they do? I don't know, but their, 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 their presentation was great. I, I need you to go vet it out. We need to add that. How, how do you go about in an in a organization like Synergy One being responsive to the production in the business, but at the same time being responsible to the company, um, you know, fiscally and, and from a security perspective? Because you can't do everything and you can't sign everybody up. Yeah, I'm just curious. How, what kind of internal processes you guys go through to to make sure you're not just answering the whim of one originator when you when you go partner with somebody?
0: No, oh, that's fantastic. Um, you know, one of the things I like to fall back on is is always re- remember your why, and and start looking at you know when beginning of the year most companies will do this right. You start figuring out okay, what is going to be your core goals for the year, right? Whether that's two or three or four, right? identify that this is our mission for the year right you have your overall company mission and vision for life but every year you're going to have a specific goals right and then whenever you know vendors come in through either referrals or internal or direct call calls right you try to look at them okay do they fit in let's say there were three let's say we have three major goals that we want to accomplish for the year say okay do these fit into any of these three of goals that we want you know if they don't then then hey you know what it was great to meet you, but this may not be the right time for us to have a partnership, right? Let's circle back in, let's say, six months, and, and we can see where we are. If they do fit into one of those threes, right, then you can do a little bit more due diligence on, okay, do they provide, do they fit in a gap that we're missing, right? Like, was a very basic gap analysis. Hey, this would be a really great fit in this thing that we're missing that we don't have the resources for at the moment. And then, okay, let's explore further on that. So that's my approach on like, you know, have your overall yearly goals that are, that are presented to you from a high level, right? And then see whether the vendors or partnerships or, or even stuff that you want to build, right? Like I'm, I'm a big believer in building your own IP uh, just yeah. control your destiny that way a little bit more. But even those, right? Do those fit into that? So yeah, the shiny objects everywhere, right? You know, I'm talking about the shiny object, you know, or at the conference, right? All these vendors with all these new buzzers. oh we got bots and we got RPAs and we got AIs and we got MLs and you know. Unfortunately I didn't see any I was surprised, you know, coming from a technology world, there wasn't any talk around the metaverse. I was like, Hey, are, are we like not doing the metaverse of technology like mortgages? Like where's the metaverse in the mortgage industry, right? So it's not there yet. Maybe next year's conference we'll have more on the metaverse, right? So I would
1: expect it, yeah
0: yeah so you've got to be careful uh you know you got to really understand what your company goals are and then what your goals from a technology are to support those company business goals and make sure that the partnership or the build stuff you're going to do fit into those goals
1: yeah, I love it <clears throat> and then so kind of the the second part of the question is you're now you've got this roster of partners in in your tech stack, uh, so to speak. what is your you know, what does the ongoing assessment and oversight look like? Cause you can't just set it and forget it. It's, you're, you're, we're in a, uh, I think we're in this period of time where we're gonna see rapid uh, advancement in, in our, in mortgage and the technology space. And so if you're, if you're not paying attention to your overall tech stack and you're bringing on the next new best thing, whatever that is, or you're building the new best thing, how, you know, I think it feels like you always have to constantly be looking at the the entire ecosystem yeah. every time you bring something new to the table.
0: Yeah, no, you know, you always, you know, from, from a CTO perspective, right? You always have to be looking at the macro side of things, right? Like, hey, what's out there? What is the industry trends, right? Without falling in love with every shiny object, but you also have to pay attention to the micro side of it, right? Like, okay, you no, know, the partner that we did sign with a few months ago, maybe a year ago how are they working out are we seeing measurable quantifiable progress like is the relationship building are are, 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 is the partner you know looking at your feedback and adjusting are are they pivoting right you know we talk about startup mentality right like like are we are we constantly iterating on what we're working on you know what made sense like a year ago may not make sense like not not even next year may not make sense may not make sense now right and yeah. are you in a position to uh, to make a change? Are you in a position to pivot? Right. And that comes back to making sure your relationships are solid, right? Making sure the partners that you do decide to go with um, has that kind of relationship with you as well, right? It's not just a one day yeah. street. So so a lot of those factors play in from you know picking the right partner and making sure quantifiable, measurable uh, progression is happening.
1: Love it yeah you always hear about um the vendors scheduling the you know the q b r with the the client it's feels like it's equally important for the client to be having the same discipline to where you know you're reviewing not only your your tech stack but some of the in, individual players in there it sounds like you got you, that's kind of your mindset uh uh that you kind of that you kind of live with um so, again, sitting in your spot, um, most of our listeners, I think, tend to be more on the production side, so probably uh, more like your originators. In, and uh, and so, what, what advice would you give an, an originator at the street level as they think about kind of how they should be providing feedback up into their organization? To, to not only improve you know their work experience, but ultimately the experience of the consumer they serve. And, and is that something that you guys actively do with, at Synergy One with your team?
0: Yeah, no, that is a great question, Brian. Um, I think one of the things um, I, I like to you know speak to the to originators that are out there, right? Um, from our side, right, we we got to support all originators, right? Like like I I you know we totally understand you know. A sales manager over there, or, or or a high producer over there, wants to do a thing a certain way, right? But from a technology perspective, we have to support all of those technologies, right? As as you understand, like cybersecurity is, is is a big deal, right? Like like ransomware is a big thing, right? So the 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 more we can like have, um, I don't want to use the word limit, but the the less vectors of attacks that we can have on our technology stack right so the, the safer we are as a company yeah. um, and then from a feedback perspective you know we have multiple channels that 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 you can reach out right they can always reach out to me directly my teams like we're big uh, microsoft team shop um my team is always open right <laughs> like people get people talk yeah. all the time i get random messages um <laughs> so you know everyone can, and my emails out there as well you know i even have my personal cell phone number uh, uh posted out on every email i send out internally so from a feedback perspective, right? Like we're all open. Um, you know, our sales leader Aaron Nemec and our operations officer um, Nicole Abraham, right? They both do an amazing job of kind of staying in touch with 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 everybody from a feedback perspective. You know, we have we have regular calls to to get to solicit feedback and and action, uh, um, take action on it as well, right? Right. There's something to do about taking feedback, right? But what do we do? Uh, I'll give you some examples on you know. We had a couple of HR initiatives that we wanted to kind of uh, uh, do. Um, and, and you all know, right? um, the industry, right, the Fed just rates rates, right? The industry all, all itself is, is, is contracting a little bit, right? So you got to be yeah. able to a little bit more than usual. But, you know, we had a conversation on like, dude, we believe in our employees and all employees, whether that's corporate or, or field. Um, and then, you know, introducing some, some new amazing uh, technology side of stuff from our manage- learning management system side of stuff, right? So, you know, we're still investing in our people, you know, that's the feedback we heard. Hey, we need better training uh, type of tools. And as a, you know, as a CTO kind of technology, yeah, I, I agree with you. Let, let's go make that happen, right? So even if it's right. more, we're going to make that happen and provide a better training experience for all of our employees.
1: So I, I love it. It, it. When I took away, you know, I put my originator hat on, and I'm I'm thinking, Synergy One's a pretty cool place to to be an originator. Uh, there's yeah. the modern mortgage experience, right? It's not just a it's not just a set of words. It's what you guys kind of, it's your mission. It's it's your culture that you that you're building and, and and iterating on. But the fact that you you have your open teams line your mobile number your, you know originators can reach out directly to you not a lot of companies don't don't have that that channel of communication and I think uh, it's it's uh, it's it's a testament to the to the culture that that Steve and Aaron and, and yourself and the, and the leadership team have built and continue to build at synergy one uh, I love it uh, I'm a big fan of uh, of the company uh, Steve and I go back a few decades sadly we've been at, we've been at this thing for a while um, but we uh, have known each other for quite a while love what he's doing what you guys are doing there uh, I love your uh, I was super excited to see you join the company because uh, it was you know it's something that I think what they were what, but, but where they needed help was just getting more organized around the tech stack to really now to support the mission of, of that modern mortgage experience and to get your feedback today is super, uh, super helpful. Anything else you'd like to share with the uh, audience before we sign off for the day? No, I,
0: th- I think, you know, you put it really well, Brian. Um, I think Synergy One is, is a great place. You know, I made the move here from, from, from another mortgage company about about three and a half months ago. And it's been amazing. You know, everyone's you know, everyone says that, right? That every- but, you know, it is really true at Synergy One, yeah? And it was like, they're my previous company as well. They were also amazing. Um, but no, people have been great, you know, uh, and from a recruiting perspective, you briefly mentioned that, right? Like, like, Ben Green does an amazing job as our yeah. recruiting, right? Brings it, has brought in some amazing, amazing talent in the last six months alone, and he continues to do it. So, anyone wants to kind of reach out to myself, feel free, reach out to Ben Green, you know, you can find him, he's all over social media as well. So, yeah.
1: Yeah. So when we, when, once this uh, is published, uh, we'll include uh, a link to uh, Baiju's LinkedIn. And so I'm guessing Baiju, hopefully this is okay. You may have some other uh, folks that sit in your similar roles, reaching out just for uh, for feedback from time to time. That's one of the cool things that I get to do here is connect people. So it's, it's uh, a part of your responsibility now that you came on the show.
0: No, absolutely. I'd be, I'd be more than glad to, you know, and like, I probably I end up asking them a lot of questions because I'm still learning. <laughs> I'm fairly new to the mortgage industry. This is like only my like beginning of my year four. It's only about two oh, wow. years totally into it. You know, I've I've about a twenty plus year technology experience, right? And so, you no, know, whatever I can do to help to anybody, you know, I, you know, at the at the ICE conference, you know, I actually met with a whole bunch of other CIO, CTO, CTO folks, and i are just asking them questions like, hey, you know, in <laughs> the business for about ten fifteen years, and. No, my first question was, hey, you were there for 2008. Like, how did you survive?
1: Yeah. And stuff like that,
0: right? So, yeah, whatever I can do to help anybody from, a, from any technology perspective or product perspective, absolutely.
1: I love it. Well, thank you again for for joining us, uh, Baiju. It's been, uh, been a pleasure to kind of learn more about yourself and, and Synergy One. Thank you to the audience again for uh, tuning in, and we'll see everybody next week on uh, our next episode. Thank you.
0: Thanks for having me, Brian.